0: Yeah, uh, I can tell you why they took it to court.
1: Well, people of Wisconsin
2: are
0: not that stupid, are they? They ought to come out with that DA. Well, that's not why things go to court, and you know that. I I mean, I Mm -hmm. I understand there's a certain rhetoric in rhetorical – You know, a lot to your your question, but, Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, uh, that's, that's the thing is um, we. uh, um, uh, I'm trying to get my phone to do something here that apparently it does not want to do um
2: if you look at these guys priors they got rap sheets all the ones he killed and you look at those videos and you break them down in slow motion you look at every which way you can you listen to the testimony of the guys involved uh i don't see how you can i don't see how you can convict him of murder Cold-blooded murder. He actually made a heck of a shot on that last one, laying on his back, shooting backwards. I don't know how he got the guy that karate kicked him in the face, or I don't know if that was him or the skateboard banger.
1: But go ahead with your thought, because I'd like to hear it.
0: Oh, there's uh, There's six charges. And uh, you know this is the thing that I think is 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 um, most people don't don't understand this part about being charged and and mm-hmm. uh, and the elements of, of the criminal offense that is being alleged and, and things of this nature but let me go through the uh, the, the charges. Um, okay. And and I think that that might. And as I say, I understand there's a certain you know awfulness to your question.
1: Um, mm-hmm. First degree
0: reckless homicide, use of a dangerous weapon. Okay, <laughs> that's charge number okay. one. First-degree reckless homicide, use of a dangerous weapon. Um, the second charge is uh, first-degree recklessly endangering safety, use of a dangerous weapon. First-degree intentional homicide, use of a dangerous weapon. Attempted first degree intentional homicide, dangerous weapon. First degree recklessly endangering safety, use of a dangerous weapon. And the possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18. Yeah, they and threw failure that one out, to con- Failure to comply with an emergency order from state or local government. No, that's the actual one we were discussing last week. Yeah, and, they threw um, it out two days ago, I think. Oh, they okay, they did. Well, I haven't really been paying attention to it myself, actually, so uh, that could very well be. But again, as I told you guys last week, when when it took the judge to actually ask, did anybody actually measure this rifle? Um, that's probably something that the state will take up on appeal and say that the jury. Um, I don't remember if if when the judge made that comment, uh, if it was in front of the jury or not. So if, uh-huh. if it was, they could they could certainly imply that 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 it tainted that. But if they threw that charge out, then it's it's irrelevant. Then. But here's the one that I think people are. And, and quite frankly, of the things that I've heard talked about on the radio and stuff, I don't hear people talk mm-hmm. about this one here because in understanding the mentality of a lot of people who go to juries, um, this is mm-hmm. an offense to people that sit on juries. They, they look for people that are not particularly legal savvy, number one. Uh, They look at people, you know, on either side that are are going to be most uh, possibly or most likely um, sympathetic to either the defense or the prosecution. And so that's an element. And then another element, I was talking to my wife about it today, another element here is how many Democrats do you know in the political machine that lie? Well, you don't need to all answer of that because we know Yeah, we know the answer is all of them. All right, so mm-hmm. it, you go now to jury board ire and you begin to question potential jurors and you ask them questions. Is it in the realm of possibility that a person will lie and say things that would make, say, a defense – think that this person is sympathetic to our cause. And mm-hmm. so it's a very, very, you know, it's a very, very troubling thing. And this is one of the things that Red Beckman in all the years that author Red Beckman did all of the various, uh, uh, you know, discussions, talks, the seminars, whatever you want to call it regarding jury and jury duty and so forth. Um, because, this this is a very troubling fact to, to have a jury of your peers is supposed to be your peers and if we were to define the word peer this would be people that know you when 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 we were in high school they would call our uh, people who were in our same high school junior high whatever these are our peers they they never implied uh-huh. that your your peers when they talk about peer pressure they weren't talking about parents pressuring children. They're obviously talking about those people uh, right there, uh, your, your, you know, peers, people right mm-hmm. there, you know, w- within your own sphere of knowledge and and so forth. So mm-hmm. anyhow, back to the charge that that is not being discussed: failure to comply. With an emergency order from state or local government, you see there was a curfew eight pm
2: and it kind of but, goes a
0: little bit to the it kind of goes a little bit to the issue of of, of something Richard said last week, and that is they addressed it was, it was it. kind of yeah. the judge okay. addressed
2: it yesterday, and he said it it uh, it was a, cur- a, a curfew. But it wasn't. Those were his words. It was sent out, but was it legal and lawful? And did anybody follow it? He said, "No, there was there there was nobody following it." So he said, "I will
0: uh I will address that to the jury." Uh, oh, okay, that specific charge. See, yeah, see that is is huge because. A juror is it sitting is. there saying, you know, see, the juror is sitting here with the elements of self defense, and there's a mm-hmm. lot of components to the self defense argument that has been built yep. into all of these statutes. And mm-hmm. so if you're sitting here saying, well, wait a minute, and this goes to the issue that Red Beckman tried to teach people so many years ago, was that. In that particular case, failure to comply with an emergency order from the state or local government, if the jury is to say, well, gee, Rittenhouse, had he complied with the emergency order of failing, uh, uh, which was the the um, curfew, he wouldn't have been mm-hmm. out on the street. Okay. Mm-hmm. But by the same token, if you have one person in that jury pool that says, well, hey, wait a minute, the criminals who were looting and, and doing things and mm-hmm. so forth, they were on the street. So mm-hmm. you can't punish the guy and use that law against him and say, well, he shouldn't have been out, and if he hadn't been out, nobody got shot. If he hadn't been out and he hadn't been out with a gun, nobody would mm-hmm. be dead. Mm-hmm. So you have to apply, this is what Red tried to teach people, is that you have to apply that provision of the law To both parts of it. And this is where he would call it jury nullification because if the law is not good or is not proper and is improper in its application or however you want to characterize it, because there could be several different things that make it problematic, you have to use it both equally against both of the individuals on trial or in in this case, and you would have to apply it to the state or you have to the defendant both in cases where the state is claiming to be the injured party. And in Mm -hmm. this case here, if the jury was instructed, well, nobody was complying with it, um, you know, that's potentially something that's an appealable decision uh, for the judge to have said that to the jury. If it was, Mm -hmm. in fact, an emergency order from a state or local government, it was an emergency order nonetheless. And that he could he could essentially taint the the jury that way if he were to say it in that regard, and leave the jurors thinking, well, gee, the judge doesn't really think it was a law. So, since he's not telling us to follow that law, well, how can we convict this guy on that charge? And the other elements play into that charge because the other elements of murder, again, that's why I say an individual sitting there going, well, we could we could say that. You know, the guy shouldn't have been out. Well, that's why they, hopefully somebody on that jury would say, well, then the other guy shouldn't have been out either. So you can't apply it to the one guy but not apply it to the other. They're both out, and this is what happened. So now, mm-hmm. did the guy intentionally do this, or was he in duress, and was he actually in a state of fear for his life? And that becomes the thing they have to wrestle with with 40 pages of jury instructions, which is another one mm-hmm. of the problems that we have in the Mm -hmm. legal system, a a, a plethora of jury instructions that they have to wade through first and determine what in the world they're being told to do. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, but that's, that's one there that I think, you know, again, this is people's mind frame when they look at this and say, well, the guy shouldn't have been out. As I say, it kind of goes to the issue of what Richard brought up. You know, if the guy hadn't have been out, if he hadn't have violated an emergency order, then, you know, none of this would have happened. Well, you know, the bad guys were out, and and we have a history of knowing that the bad guys are out. And so, therefore, at what point do we check our right to defend property and people just because there's a law that criminals are going to break? I mean, it goes right back to the whole right of self-defense with first and uh, the second amendment you know mm-hmm. so if if you if you do not have a right to defend yourself and and everybody is saying that you know this this guy should not be felt guilty but i'm pretty sure that probably what's going to happen is uh the da- dangerous weapon by a person under 18 that has to get thrown out or they have to find him not guilty on it but this is the one that's another one of I think the, they already um, threw that out. Yeah, right. That's what R- Russell said he thought that he had heard. And uh, um, the problem, you know, is this, this use uh, recklessly endangering safety. Now, that carries a 12-year prison term. Um, you see, one of the... Guys with the photo uh, or the reporters that was also watching this unfold and pursuing it at least to the point to get the story or to get Mm – you see, once again, we're at a state – would this person trying to get the video, if Rittenhouse had been beaten to death by the skateboard and then the other guy comes up and goes ahead and unloads his, his Glock into his head, or any other part of his body, um, you know, was this reporter somebody that was a reporter that actually had a conscience, or would he have shut the, the video camera off, um, or would he just sat on the video and, and never <clears> showed <throat> it to his editor? Or if he showed it to his editor, would his editor have not ran the story and sat on it and, and not given it to anybody either? but first-degree, recklessly endangering safety, use of a dangerous weapon, um, there's almost no way that this jury doesn't come away with, with pinning a charge here um, because uh, that charge was thrown in there, first-degree, recklessly endangering safety, use of a dangerous weapon, because the testimony was that this guy that videotaped it, one of these reporters, was in pursuit and he was within the range of the bullets that were you know uh, discharged out of that firearm. So um, I, I think that um, it's clearly a possibility that Rittenhouse is is going to unfortunately fall prey to this jury because they are are not going to uh, separate. And say, look, how can you call him recklessly endangering safety when he's under assault and he's got to pull the trigger in order to defend his own life? And if somebody happens to be in the vicinity of those bullets and so forth, you know, that's a charge that just is so... You see what I'm saying? It's just a charge that's just there, and there's like, what do I do with it? And if you were on you know, a jury... I'm
1: thinking a little differently on this one. I think that um, those people are from Kenosha that are on the jury, yeah. and they're not too happy that these people destroyed the freaking town. They burnt it to the ground. It'll never be the same. So I got a feeling they might give this guy a little
0: extra leeway. Well, I I, I would certainly like to hope so, Rich. I'm I'm certainly would praying you? for it. I'm certainly would you? praying for it, but excuse me.
1: Would you give him a little extra leeway on this thing? Knowing that these guys were uh, convicted rapists and yeah pedophiles.
0: Well, mm-hmm. and
1: mental patients
0: you know you're not allowed to bring up somebody's prior convictions in these situations and stuff like it's that It's out there
1: it's out I there. Know it's
0: out there I know it's out there why but why why can't
2: you know that I know it's uh, gonna bias them it's going to give them more information
0: to know what kind of person you're dealing with. Well, we we agree, but this is the way our judicial system has been has been done. You know, is is that you have to give? I think they're going to nullify
1: it in their minds and just let them go on us. Yeah, well, I think he's going to hang
2: it. It's been it's been in deliberation all day, and it's going to be five against seven or six against six or whatever
0: yeah they're not going to pull a well, it, and the protesters huh? have been standing out the protesters have been standing out the courthouse yeah. with megaphones today uh making sure mm-hmm. that the jurors know and understand that if they come back with a not guilty verdict that the that the city should burn so mm-hmm.
1: um, it's all uh, they already with, burnt this they already took the city out. There's not much left for those guys to lose. I think they might have vengeance on those bastards.
2: Well, um, I, I, I see what you're saying, Doug. I certainly do understand what you're saying.
1: Uh,
2: from what I can tell, that guy made two mistakes house. one of them was going there that night, and the other one was lying about being a uh, EMT. Because that's kind of a, that establishes you're a liar, doesn't it?
1: Well, well he I was asking as like an EMT.
2: He, he admitted, though, that I, I lied about that. Not an EMT. And the, well, he was, one of those, he, he was he was wanting to be one. He may have been studying to be one, but he was not one. And one of those clowns was one. I don't I don't know which one it was, but
1: I never heard that.
2: It, it may have been the guy that got his arm blown off a little, but. Point is, in war, you either kill or be killed. That's war. That was a war that night. They were pissed because he put out their little container fire. That's what ticked them off. They set a dumpster on fire, and he put it out. That's all it took. And you're dealing with animals. And, and quite frankly, I, I got to hand it to the kid. He was unbelievable on the stand. He, uh he was unbelievable and out there in the street some of the shots he made were incredible so if they hang that kid there ought to be a riot in Wisconsin
0: but well and I got and and he, and this is why as I say um, I, I you know, Rich. I would certainly like to, to believe that they're going to give him all the leeway he can. But the problem that you see out here is, let, let me let me just read some of the comments from some of the people on Fox's uh, online Fox News. Um, if he had stayed home like he was supposed to, he wouldn't be in this mess. This is not an American. This is an American. Follow simple rules. Curfew is curfew. If you have a weapon of that caliber at the age of 17, you have a great responsibility, in which case no regard was shown towards the situation or the law. He should have been at home. He almost got killed. What are kids thinking these days? That's simple. That's how any rational adult would look at the situation. His actions were not American. They were attention-seeking. See, that, that's what I'm talking about. We are not in an America anymore where we think like we are all thinking here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the jury's going to look at it, and he's a 17-year-old kid.
2: I lost you, Rich. can't understand
0: you. Rich? Rich, yeah? um, are you still talking? We, we can't hear you. While you're getting things together on that end, I'll give you the next one. If he didn't have the gun, none of this would have happened. He was untrained teenager with a gun who took that gun into a volatile situation. That's kind of one of the things that Rich said last week. Having the gun means he had the intention of using it. If they let him off, we'll need to let every kid with a gun in any urban area off on using a gun in a homicide. Letting this kid off sets a precedence for all cases that come after I imagine a kid on the west side of Chicago is scared too and and uses a gun to defend himself. I don't know what the what the person means in that one. Now just by reading this to you, I'm not implying that there isn't another comment the other direction. I'm trying to mm-hmm. as I've said before is that sometimes reading the comments of people gives you a sense uh, and helps you to understand it, whether it's right or not in, in the understanding. But you can read through things, and I understand that you can have bots that are going in here, and they're trying to make it appear, you know, by making comments and stuff, and, and make the comments stack up to be like, "Gee, everybody thinks this guy was a real idiot, and he should he should hang." I realize that they do that. I so I'm not implying that. My point is is that I know that we all know and understand that a lot of people do not think, and when they're sitting there, think the way we're thinking, and when they're forced in this situation where they're questioning whether or not their actions are going to lead to more violence, uh, I think maybe the country is fed up and they really don't care if there's any more violence because they do the right thing, in coming down with a verdict the way it should come down. I don't know if America and I don't know if Kenosha's that way. Kenosha's just a, a suburb of Milwaukee. So, you know, Milwaukee's where a big part of the Wisconsin vote fraud took place. And yeah, people move out of those inner city areas and into the suburbs. And so these were, you know, suburbanites basically in Kenosha. Um uh uh, one of the guys, an interesting comment, anyone else notice the fundamental contradiction regarding Kyle's age? Prosecutors are asserting that he's a minor, therefore he can't own a firearm, yet he's old enough to be tried as an adult. You know, this is the same old contradiction, you know, that we see mm-hmm. throughout this, this justice system.
2: Yeah, Doug, and why does, why does this case get aired across the whole United States? Why did they pick this one case out of a thousand cases going on?
0: I it's think that's crazy. an excellent point that you make.
2: You know, it's prime time. And any other trial, they got to have a sketch artist for Giselle or the lady that ran the Magic Island for Scene. That doesn't ever get put on, on TV, does it? the one that could know about the Clintons and all that. Wouldn't want that getting out. Who makes that decision? Who comes along and says, let's put Rittenhouse on on public broadcasting system
0: live? And the other thing that this jury has to deal with is they've got to deal with the fact that When the Rosenbaum chased him, uh, there was a period of time in which there's no video. And that's going to be the one that the jury is going to struggle with the most is because they're they're not going to be able to know exactly what happened. And it's... you can only trust that they will see the elements of the entire situation and say, whatever this kid needed to do, he needed to do it in order to stay alive. And, mm-hmm. and that's, that has to be their position. and And they have to carry it through to all of the charges rather than mm-hmm. say, well, since we really don't know what happened. Because, again, it boils down to, reasonable doubt if you have a reasonable doubt that mm-hmm. he just decided to execute the guy the other the other two shooting uh, victims uh, clearly indicate that he wasn't looking to just mow people down in other words he wasn't uh, what do they call you know the shooter in active in the, shooter active shooter event, you know. It, it's clear that that was not what the situation was, and they should be able to make that, that jump uh, in, in the jury. <clears throat> but, you know, uh, people have been so beaten down. I, I never did hear what the makeup of the jury was, but people who are white, of course, and certainly uh, male, They've been so beaten down in their minds uh, that they're the problem that you get a jury that thinks, you know, we must be a problem and we've got to do something or, you know, we're going to continue to see cities burn and there must be something wrong mm-hmm. with the way we're thinking or the way that we're handling our justice and, and, and all of the other stuff. And so I'm just telling you, juries, you you can't. You, and, and as I said, if you don't think Democrats in the political arena lie, just wait till you get a juror who lies in order to get himself seated on a jury where he can be the, the lone voice, um, you know, if necessary, or she, in order to, you know, uh, see that this thing goes again. And this time we we change the elements and do things different to where we get a conviction on the guy. I mean, that's their mo, isn't their mo? Is we just keep trying until we get what we want? Sure. So, you know, I I'm not sure that the guy is is in safe hands in the jury. Uh, maybe it's because I don't trust jurors because if you can't be faced with a constitutional um, provision and say it says that no state shall make anything but gold and silver coin a payment and tender of debt, and a licensing fee is a debt that the state is requiring be paid to them in order for you to do whatever it is that you're doing with your quote-unquote license. And if a jury cannot understand that constitutional provision and that it has never been repealed, and you are trusting that 12 people on a jury can see that, and they don't,
1: what would you guys think?
2: I think they're going to hang the juries, what I think and they won't retry it.
0: Yeah, that's that's the only you know possible solution is we hang the jury um, so mm-hmm. that we don't actually give one, and then, like I say, the prosecution goes back to the drawing board and says, based on all the information that we've gleaned out of this, this is what we can get away with, and we'll go and charge him again. And the civil... Uh, the civil arena, uh, or or and or, meaning and or both, um, they go ahead and allow these people civil prosecutions against this guy. This this, uh, if if he gets attorneys to go after the media like the guy in the college case went after the media, uh-huh. uh, he's a millionaire. So this oh, guy right. written hey, out.
2: They've already said he has a uh, good, good grounds to sue Joe Biden.
0: Well, every one of these these media outlets that did what they did in those days, um, mm-hmm. they're they're culpable, you know. And I think mm-hmm. that he would win because it's very much along that line of that. I forget what the situation was, that you know what I'm talking about the college. Uh, thing where they made them all out to be, well, it was, a, it was a young guy with that Indian thing or that Indian that was in his face and, and they made that guy out to be a white supremacist and all this. Well, he got some attorneys and they sued and he's a millionaire today. And that's the things that have to be done because you know we didn't have attorneys for the longest time that were willing to stand up and prosecute some of these things and push back against media and get the media to pay. And now there seems to be some attorneys out there that either are moneyed up themselves and are willing to take on some of these cases and not fearing and, and will actually go out here and try to do something uh, to, you know, to prosecute some charges against these, these people that are in this media. But anyhow, if he does that, of course, there'll be civil charges against him uh, for these deaths, and then he'll have to defend all of those off of any monies that he gets and so forth for the libelous statements of the media. So, you know, this this guy's life is nothing but lawyers and a, and a legal thing for the next 10 years, probably, before mm-hmm. he's even able to, you know, come back to a semblance of life. And if they give him uh-huh. 12 years... Uh, you know, on on the reckless endangerment because this guy chasing with the media was in, in range of the bullets, you know. And again, it's, it's the same thing on that, on that charge there. Wait a minute, the guy had a handgun, and would this media guy have been in the same vicinity when that guy shot too? Would he be charged? Would he be charged with the same charge? That's what this jury's got to look at and apply those charges equally as if the other person was the one who fired that pistol, you know, the Glock. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, you know, uh, and trusting and waiting for a jury to do the right thing. We all know, you know, uh, uh, the O.J. Simpson is classic example.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If if we don't turn this guy loose, L.A. is going to burn. So, so it's unfortunate, and I believe that the young man did the very best he could in the situation. Uh, There's nothing in any of the testimony or anything that indicates he had any intention to go in and, you know, become an active shooter. Um, you know, all, all indications are that he had no, no, no need and desire to want to use that firearm. But when it came to the point uh, where he knew he was in imminent danger, he, he did what he knew he needed to do and their criminal record and all the rest of it, you know, it's, it's not regarded, and like you say, Russell, why isn't it regarded? Why can't that be used? Well, that, that's our that's our legal system. That's the way we've done it. You would taint somebody if you say, "Well, this guy was a criminal, therefore he deserved to get shot." You see, that's that's just that's unfair. And of course, in in a system of God's law, they probably would have already been under some condition where they would have either been somebody's. Baden servant for their thievery or they'd have been otherwise charged uh, with a death penalty charge on some of the activities they've had with minors so. well you know Doug I wonder
2: who told the police to stand down because they weren't doing anything they were, they were just watching the entertainment
0: well, I agree with that, and, and it's the things that we've discussed before because it has to do with this situation where you have um, bystanders and so forth. You see, if, uh-huh. if the police are told that they're not supposed to do anything in, uh-huh. in the face of marauding bands of robbers, looters, and arsonists, um, then, what is a person to do? You know, yeah. this is. This See, he is ran to the
2: police after the first death. He ran to the police, and the police told him to go the F home. The streets are crazy. Yeah. yeah. Now, does that add up to you?
0: Well, again, it's one of those elements that a jury can say why didn't the guy go home, you know? Um, but you know, first the thing first thing that should have been done is like, you know, wh- why wouldn't the police have taken him into custody? At, you know, mm-hmm. while you know he's in protection, so to speak, uh-huh. while they determine the element of a crime, you know, and, it would and have that saved, sort of a thing. It would have saved would at least saved
2: one him?
0: life. Right. It would have saved one more life, and and a guy getting shot in the arm. But
2: uh um So somebody ought to be held accountable for that move.
0: Right. It's it's just like the, the rape case um you know up there in the East Coast somewhere. I think up there somewhere in your neck of the woods, Rich. Uh New Hampshire or New Jersey or something was it? The you know, there's people on a subway train and, and a woman is being raped by a guy and I read the comments on the article regarding that one, too, and it's the same thing that I just read to you tonight. You know, you might have three – it might be one guy saying, I would have done something, but it will be four or five guys citing all the reasons why they would not get involved, and all of them have to do with the current state of, of – the uh, of things in our society today and the mental framework. Uh There is no doubt in my mind what I would do if a man is raping a woman on a subway. I, I, you know, are are you kidding me? Am I going to ask the guy, do you know this girl? Is that going to be my question? You know, is this just a, is just this just an active, you know, situation here? Of unable to you know contain control yourself here on the subway uh, fella, you know I'm not going to be asking those kind of questions. But this is this is where we're at, and it has to do with the demoralization of the people when you take away any moral accountability. And this is the whole idea with getting rid of Christianity. I I've been working on a message. And I thought I would get it recorded, but um, I didn't get it recorded, and it's, it's too lengthy for me to do it here in the fellowship, and I knew you guys would probably want to discuss some more on the current events and stuff. But anyhow, this is the whole situation. The idea with what's happening to America is, is the de-Christianization or the demoralization of America. That's exactly what it is. And the sooner the Christian recognizes that the kingdom dominion of God on this earth, that the Christians were put in charge of carrying out in society, the sooner we get that figured out, the better off we'll be. Or we will indeed be just subsisting until the father's had enough and decides to intervene. But when you have people that can cite in a, in a comments list of one to five, I, again, I, I recognize that there can be bots and trolls, and, and, and they're trying to drive the comments. I, I, I get that, but I do believe that that's pretty much the mentality of America, most Americans and this is what they've done with the people in the demoralization process, is they don't feel like they can get involved. As I said last week when Rich said, you know, these guys shouldn't have probably been there in a, in a mob with a gun. not a good, you know, I understand that. But 400 years ago, 300 years ago, even maybe as late as 225 years ago, a 12-, 13-, 14-, 16-, 17-year-old would be expected to have his long rifle with him, and he would be expected to know how to use that, and he would be expected to not only defend his own house, but to go to the square and defend the city if it was under an attack and assault from a band of marauders. Now, maybe they wouldn't have been in the front line, but my that's my whole point. When you listen to guys respond to to somebody raping a woman on a subway, you've got to recognize that there's not a lot of men out there anymore who are willing to do something and step into a situation. Number one, fear of loss of life. Number two, um, all of the other, you know, uh, uh, adverse things that, that can happen to them in a unlawful and, and, you know, zealous prosecution. And so they don't take action. So on the one hand, They don't want us to have police officers, which I don't agree with, because we we have no need for them. If you're under a biblical model of defense and so forth, and adjudication of proper laws and so forth, kindly, et cetera, um, you don't have any need for a police force. You don't have any need for prisons. Um, So that's an entirely different model that, that the world seems not to want. But yet they don't want to have the law enforcement system that that you know has been in place trying to keep law and order, and so they break down that law and order, and then a guy doesn't know whether he should go out and defend something or not because he might wind up being you know thrown in jail and lose his liberty and not be able to see his children grow up. And I, I don't think anybody understands loss of liberty in a 5 by 8 prison cell. I don't think the guy that's fighting in Afghanistan or Iraq or anywhere else can really truly understand and respect what loss of liberty is until they actually have to endure loss of liberty. and sit in a five-by-eight cell for years after years, contemplating many, many things about society, the justice system, the political system, while all the world just continues to go on around them until the day that they're once again free and then have to try to make a life and still have all these things inside of him that says all the injustices and portrays all the injustices. And he's got to witness all those injustices all around him and then has to teach his own child that, look, this is the difference between right and wrong, and yet while teaching him the difference between right and wrong, he's being forced out into a society where the shades of right and wrong continue to be grayed and they will only apply to him because of the colour of his skin as a white guy. Uh-huh. He better not he better not do this. He better not do that. He better not say this about somebody.
2: And yet he so, was called the N-word. thought that was interesting from the Jewish boy.
0: Sure. But yeah, That's what they think. That's what they, that's what they think of us. We are the goy. Uh-huh. I know. That's a derogatory term to them, the goy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's okay for him to call him a nigger. uh-huh While he's in the presence of three other white guys. Uh-huh.
2: Sure. Sure is.
0: So uh yeah, we definitely need to need to keep uh a prayer uh, warrior um, mindset with regards to these uh, these jurors, because okay. I've watched jurors, uh-huh. and um, uh, well, the, they're people,
2: and you people. pick twelve people from just about anywhere, and you could have a nutcase on your hands.
0: Yeah, it just take one. A jury of his peers should be the people that know him, mm-hmm. the people that know but his that character, like... the people that know how his family taught him, the uh, people that know his father, the people that know his mother, the people that know his uh-huh. brothers, the people that know his sisters. That's a jury of your peers. Yeah,
2: but that's all gone now. That's all gone. And I a jury like jury of your peers he'll... just
0: means... Jury of your peers just simply means somebody that's in your society.
2: Yeah, I, I learned how to get on a jury because I wanted to get on a jury. I was one of those bad guys you were just talking about. I wanted to administer justice.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know
2: how I did it? When they asked me my religious preference, I said None. And in my mind, I took that as, which church do you belong to? That's how I looked at that. I don't know any other way to look at it. And when they found out I wasn't in a church, one of those guys wanted me on the jury. And by golly, that was their worst nightmare. Because I was there for one reason, one reason only. Judge the law and judge the facts. Amen. And I let them have the facts. You you didn't do your policing correctly. So we don't convict this guy. Because you didn't do the correct job of bringing this case to the people. So next time, you do your job right. You know, they've got they've got a just like they said. They got to they want you to be logical in your thinking as a jurist. Use logic. Well, see the thing is, they really don't want you to. But they say you do what they say, not what they do. That that man defending this guy, I'm not so sure. He's the greatest attorney in the world because why didn't somebody go over to Portland, pull up one of those cases where somebody was shot and murdered, who was out on the streets
0: unarmed? They they, they can't they can't do that. They th- these these trials are you know you can't use some other situation and bring it in and and. And that the judge just never they're not you have to stick to the facts and, and mm-hmm. that's not
1: mm-hmm. entirely
0: a bad that's not entirely a bad thing because we yeah. can always bring up lots of other things to muddle the mind but but that's okay that's, I understand well, what you're saying, you know.
2: Let's go into Junior's background. Does he does he have any case of is there anything on him that would suggest he's an active shooter? You know, because that's their little well,
0: buzzword They get Well, see, that's the irony, too. You see, we're, we're able to throw that out and, and cloud people's mind with that, but we're not able to cloud somebody's mind and say, the guy has been convicted of crimes, and this guy has been convicted of crimes, and this guy... Uh-huh is whatever, you know, it, uh-huh. it's, it's just as, it's convoluted, you know, it's mm-hmm. convoluted, that's, that's what I say. It,
2: it absolutely is, and if you can watch any of these trials, uh, you learn a lot, don't you,
0: Doug, about the system? system. Yeah, yeah, and, and especially if you have to become embroiled in, in mm-hmm. trial as a result mm-hmm. of false charges and false accusations, then mm-hmm. um, it has a way of teaching you many, many things, you know. Ecclesiastes, who is as the wise man, chapter 8, who knows the interpretation of a thing? The man's wisdom makes his face to shine and the boldness of his face shall be changed. I counsel thee to keep the king's commandment, and that in regard of the oath of God. Remember here, it's interesting. He says he counsels you to keep the king's commandment, and that in regard of the oath of God. Now we get to Romans chapter 13, verses 1 to 8, and the clerics, the clergy of the earth and the world, have turned this scripture completely upside down and inside out and have made it of none effect. You see, I counsel you to keep the king's commandment and that in regard of the oath of God. Be not hasty to go out of his sight. Stand not in an evil thing, for he does whatever pleases him. So in other words, we should take ten or a thousand of a multitude And let them go out to do evil in the name of the king, regardless of the oath of God? Where the word of a king is, there is power, and who may say unto him, what do you? Whoso keeps the commandment shall feel no evil thing, and a wise man's heart discerns both time and judgment. Because to every purpose there is a time and judgment, therefore the misery of man is great upon him. For he knows not that which shall be, for who can tell him when it shall be? There's no man that has power over the spirit to retain the spirit, neither has he power in the day of death, and there is no discharge in that war. Neither shall wickedness deliver those that are given to it. Neither shall wickedness deliver those that are given to it. Hmm. All this have I seen, and applied my heart unto every work that is done under the sun. There is a time wherein one man rules over another to his own hurt. And so I saw the wicked buried who had come and gone from the place of the holy, and they were forgotten in that city where they had so done. This is also vanity. Because the sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. Because a sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, therefore the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil. Though a sinner do evil a hundred times in his days be prolonged, yet surely I know that it shall be well with them that fear God, which fear before him. But it shall not be well with the wicked, neither shall he perform well his days which are as a shadow, because he fears not for God. We do not execute a judgment against evil speedily. Therefore, the heart of sons of men is fully set in them to do evil.
1: Did I lose you? No, I'm still here. Okay. Well. You guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear hear you. you now.
0: Well, my wife found a very interesting to... book. What? I'm sorry, Rich. I'm sorry, Rich. Go ahead. Say again.
1: I said my wife found a very interesting book. it got 1974 on it. <clears throat> and it talks about the, the, the polio vaccine and all the ripoffs they used to get that thing going. And it's just exactly the same game plan as the COVID. You can download a free copy off the internet. It's called The Poisoned Needle.
2: I had heard that they just renamed polio meningitis and said it was cured. They gave it a new name. And so therefore it disappeared.
0: Well, now let me share this with you. In the research being done on that 1918 pandemic, you see what that was there was bacterial meningitis. And what they did there is they injected essentially into the servicemen and then claimed that when these servicemen came back, they were going to have, you know, all these diseases and bacterias. And so, therefore, the people back home needed to get vaccinated in order to prevent them from contracting many of these diseases that these men overseas were going to bring back. Can you put that on the email for me?
2: The name of that book? Sure. Uh, Rich? And I don't know if you all read, but Austria has gone on full lockdown as of yesterday. Is I Austria want you to think or Australia? of that. Austria. Austria. Or Australia? Austria. Austria. The Germans. Austria, yeah. Full lockdown. And, um, yeah. This is the most – these people have followed every inch of the rules, them in Germany, and there's huge, huge problems because nobody's getting any better, and it's getting worse. So, yeah, changing the subject. This COVID crap is not anywhere close to being over. It's just whatever they need. Is how that yeah. card
0: will be played well I'll tell you another person that we need to keep in our prayers is that dr. David Martin um, I just received another email from one of the men and uh, um, I'd already seen this but it just it just came in tonight before we went to, to fellowship here and it just was another reminder to me that um uh, that that Dr. David Martin, he is nailing this thing down in terms of what the activity has been from the patents all the way back to 1990, uh, bringing it all, and he's calling these guys out. I mean, he is literally calling them out as criminals, as as they should be. And this is a thing. This is a thing that we did not hear in the past. 20 years i mean the voices that we had in the past you go back to things that we are aware of i mean the the 30 35 40 years of years in my life so i know you men were all the same age and all the things that we witnessed we had congressmen that stood up on on the floor of congress you know but very few only you know even like P- congressman paul finley they dared to speak out regarding the Israel lobby, and what Israel wants, Israel gets, and all of these other, you know, different things over the, you know, the past forty and fifty years, and we had maybe a voice here or a voice there. Even the whole thing with the Federal Reserve Act, uh, uh, Bill Benson's book, "The Law That Never Was," Attorney Bill Benson. As I've said to people before, I went to one of these symposiums here you know, a decade ago in, in uh, Chicago talking about the whole income tax thing, and I wrote this attorney because he beat the charge, you see. I wrote this attorney, and I said, why don't you get 50 of your attorneys and 50 CPAs or 100 of each, whatever you need, and make a press conference and go into the closed doors of the Sheridan Hotel or wherever you want to be and say that this is something that these reporters will want to be there for because it's going to be the biggest news that they've ever said. And I said, go behind those doors and tell 100 attorneys and 100 CPAs are convinced from the evidence supplied that there is no law requiring that one file an income tax return. And when you have done that, the way you have satisfactorily done it before a jury, you know, in a trial case situation, <clears throat> do that with your fellow peers, it will be the biggest thing. And I said, Ben, when when you come from that uh Uh, that trial, so to speak, with your peers, attorneys and CPAs, and you come before the news microphones, you'll be able to say, we have determined that there are hundreds of people that are unlawfully in prison, and we are going to file amicure briefs on behalf of those people to be released for an unlawful charge You know, we're not talking about somebody who was charged with fraud. We're talking about somebody being charged with willful failure to file, and that you're going to file amicus curiae briefs on behalf of all these people. The judges will be fine because the judges are a lot off the hook. The judges just presided over a case that you know the prosecutors brought and the defense tried to defend. And if the guy went to prison, you know, he went to prison. But if they have admitted an error and admitted a wrong, then they would do this great service, you see. Well, right now, Dr. David Martin is leading medical people and other medical people are leading the whole medical profession to say this is unethical. Not only is it unethical, it's murder of the highest order. It is a racketeering you know, situation. This message that I've been working on Go ahead.
2: I heard somewhere that uh, who's the Jewish pharmaceutical Medina? One of them is profiting a thousand dollars a second. Somebody ran the numbers. Well, when you're talking about money like that, what can they not do? You know?
0: Exactly, which is why, which is why we treat each of these individuals, including the tech companies who've been doing what they've been doing on the tech. We do to them just like we've been doing when we go overseas and we confiscate their monies and shut down their bank accounts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You see where I'm going?
2: Yeah, they you didn't see, have
0: any problems with this project. That's parody. exactly that, – that. see, they, they don't – our our country has had no problem, and our our law enforcement agencies like the CIA and, and – and we have no problem cutting off Iran's money supply and shutting down accounts and seizing assets and accounts, do we? We don't have any problem with that, do we? Oh. No nope. but will we have attorneys that will do these things and file these things and get judges to go along with seizing these assets and shutting these things down? And I'll tell you what. I pray for David Martin because you know, let's pray for him I've, right
2: done, now. I,
0: I've done what I can do. I have little resources, you know. Mm -hmm. and he's doing what he's doing, the only thing he's got for him to do is to go forward with the megaphone with what he found. He's a patent investigator, for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, Heavenly Father, you know what we need in this country, and Father, you know the of the wicked and the things that they are doing. Mm -hmm. We, We see it, and Father we know that they've been operating in these citadels of sin, these secret societies. And Father, I For understand I you that Lord. you look at us, you look at us and you think, how can you have these secret societies in your midst? How can you have these obelisks in your midst? I told you in the book of Zechariah to tear down these obelisks. And here we are we got the same things going on, the same secret societies. We anointed oil against those Georgia Guidestones several years ago where they, one of their goals, one of their goals, one of their objectives listed on those Guidestones is 500 million population worldwide. Father, we know what they want. They're murderers. They kill, they Amen. steal, and they destroy, mm-hmm. it. and they love it. They live for it.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And, Father, I pray that Dr. David Martin just continues to use the megaphone that he has because this is all much of any of us has right now, is to use our speech <coughs> to be able to say what's actually going on and try to awaken the people.
2: hmm
0: mm-hmm. And so we thank you for all that they do. Amen. I pray for him. I pray for those around him. I pray that they be protected in this hour against the workers of iniquity. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I, I pray for this jury, that this jury mm-hmm. will do the right thing. I'm surprised we're already, you know, seven hours today.
2: Mm-hmm. Here our and prayer, so Father, Lord
0: let it be swift tomorrow. Let them throw these charges down on a, on, on the table and say, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. When are we going to start defending
1: our right,
0: our right to be God-fearing, mm-hmm. God-loving people? Not only our they right, mean. our obligation. That's right. And Father... I know that you look at each one of us differently with what we have. That's why you say there are, there are different talents. We have different mm-hmm. things that we can do. We have different limitations.
2: Uh-huh.
0: But Father, in that hour, in that great hour, what they have planned against us to take our very yeah. lives, they want to hear us. They want to hear us renounce the name of Jesus. Yes, they do. Because they know nobody comes to the Father but through for the son. God. And they want us to renounce that and so Father, I pray for your people. Mhm. Because there's coming a time. They're coming. They have been planning devising and scheming Mm-hmm. And as we've discussed, the billions of dollars that they've been accruing to themselves, stealing from the people.
2: Amen.
0: In all manners of schemes that are violations of your law. And I know you must just pull your hair saying, Why won't my people hear my voice? Why won't they take my burden? My burden is light. My yoke is light. Why won't they take it? Why do they insist on taking the yoke of man? Why would they insist upon going into their, their, their wars? I wars? know. Following the king wherever the king leads them. I told them. I told them. This is what your king will do. He will take your mm-hmm. men as his servants, as his chariot riders, as his horsemen. mm mm-hmm. I told them. You've got to be just wondering what it is that we're thinking. And yet the clergy runs around and grabs these people supposedly called your chosen people in a mm-hmm. land that you didn't even give them because they didn't possess it. And yet they'll they'll, they'll come and, and send others in your midst, others in our midst, videos, and look at these these. Messianic Jews that profess that Jesus is the Messiah, but yet they still are Jews.
2: We've been bad. They're not Christians. No. They have not become
0: sons of Christ.
2: They're imposters.
0: And so, Father, it's becoming intolerable anymore. That people mm-hmm. want to continue to oh look at this guy here and he's with this Christian pastor there and he's doing this and he's look at these and of course they always have a book to hawk father maybe three yes you know? mm-hmm and look look over there to Jerusalem you said I will destroy it bring they down they will Jeff. rebuild you said they'll rebuild but you said. I will destroy it. I'll tear it down. You did just Mm -hmm. that. And they're coming back to rebuild it again. Yeah. Oh, Heavenly Father. Hear our prayer. Please, Lord. As times we want to see, we want to, as Gideon said, where are the miracles? Oh, how Mm -hmm. thankful we are to read the words of your angel, you, Lord, your words It mm-hmm. said to Gideon, go and miss your strength. You are our miracle provider, and that is our strength. And so, Father, yes. we pray and for these people that they will do the right thing in this jury. We pray for these people in the medical profession that are standing up and exposing this for exactly what it is. Father, we know, I'm convinced, Father, that in our land for us to wield the sword of justice against these wicked and evil doers, it's going to be nearly impossible and we will need a miracle because there are so many people in these positions that are members of these secret societies. That's what they do. They croon these people in their secret societies to become the leaders, to become Mm -hmm. the congressmen, to become the senators, to become the mayors, to become the governors. Uh Uh And those that aren't, they're very short-lived. We know, Father. We see their reputations tarnished. We see false accusations made against them to bring them down. Because they dared enter the domain of the wicked. Yes. You see it, Father. Let them implore, Lord. It'll be your sword. It'll be your sword that I see mm-hmm. that is going to be wielded against them. Amen. And I know, Father, there's a desire for us to say, Come now. Come, Lord Jesus, now. I have to think On your- of the grace. grace that you extend us Mm -hmm. because if you came now many would be caught in their sins Mm -hmm. and you have it all timed perfectly out that those that are yours will come to you and be called to repentance Mm -hmm. on your time Lord Heavenly Father We thank you for the things you've done and the health and so many people right now of your people here with this you know this this virus that you know has its effect. There's no doubt about it, it's having some effect on on people. And we thank you for the things you've been doing with others that have had accidents. Obviously we're so thankful that Hannah has been
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Tended, toward, tended by you and you, the hands of blessedness all around that have kept you Amen. in abundant care because none of us mm-hmm. would want any of our children to have to go through things and you know people driving two-ton killing machines driving it through mm-hmm. an intersection and, and 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 hitting our sons and daughters Mm -hmm. or any of the things because they've got no morality. They've become demoralized and life has no value. So it could be any one of us, Father, and for that we pray and we give thanks and praise and glory. We see your wonder-working miracles and we see individuals that have trained all their lives to put To put bodies back together again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not as gods. Because they studied for it and they know these things are happening. And Mm they felt that it could be of use and service and so they trained for it. And then we have these people like the Fauci's who are just criminals.
1: Mm -hmm. Amen.
0: All bring it right back to on carry out their will. We just pray that just bring it down, Father. I pray that this right man would be imprisoned and all of those around him in prison. I pray that these accounts of all these people would be seized, all the China mm-hmm. accounts that he's involved with, those monies be seized.
2: Amen.
0: You know, my justice reign.
1: Hear us, Lord.
0: Hallelujah. Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much for knowing all our needs. Yep. Thank you for the things that you've been exposing.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Bring the wishes of the evil right back on the evil, Lord, what they plan for us. Let Fauci implode from within and be exposed. You judge, Lord, not us. You judge. But, Lord, use us. us. Make us be able to be used by you to carry out your desire and your will. Give us the courage to do, to obey your word. Please, Lord, hear the prayers tonight of us.
1: We have oh, you.
0: Mm-hmm. Forgive, forgive hmm Forgive us. Forgive us for where we fail. Forgive us. hmm Give us, have mercy.
1: Jesus, Father,
0: give us.
2: Thank you, for Thank you Lord, Father.
0: I'm in this prayer.
1: Thank you, Father Because, Lord,
2: you are the creator and the king And you don't have to prove it to us We know it
1: Amen. Did we lose, Rich?
2: Still here. Can you hear me? Hey, Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah, if you get a chance, uh, forward me that information. Because we know that they... They just keep dragging out playbooks from the past, don't they? Uh,
0: yeah, they I, said, I really... Go ahead.
1: This is from the 70s. She wrote it in the 70s, and she was referencing the vaccines in the 50s, the polio, and it's got the whole shooting match there. They're used in exact same way. The... Uh, they're using the uh, the booster shots. The only thing they haven't done yet is uh, set up a March of Dimes organization to get donations. to get are getting enough money, Mike. Yeah, the March of Dimes is a big rip-off from the get-go. <laughs>
0: Absolutely.
1: They had get over $300 million the 70s money.
2: Just stealing people's
1: inheritance? They wouldn't look, they would never look for the cause of the disease. Every time they were heading close to it, they'd veer off because right. it would affect the uh, their donations if they showed any success rate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They did the same thing Can't with infantile do. paralysis.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's like Dr. Brzezinski who was treating people for cancer very very successfully in America he was under mm-hmm. assault by the FDA in the, oh, yeah. the I think that was the early 80s and yeah,
2: his he's... treatment
0: yeah his treatment protocol was i mean he he basically in the end succumbed to uh, the, the, the agreement that they, that they finally ironed out, basically, was that, okay, you can keep doing your protocol, but you're still going to have to give them our, our radiation cancer treatment. you know mm-hmm. And how Brzezinski reconciled with that, I don't know. He just felt that he probably could give massive doses to counteract what that was going to do for him. And to well,
1: this he day, Mexico, I, I, he? he was um,
2: using
0: Yeah, did he did he move to Mexico? His treatment centers. Uh, yeah, uh, I think you might be right, Rich. Did you recall anything on that, uh, 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 Russell?
2: No, I just well. had a friend intimately involved with him, and he told me. He said if if they He's got me treated, and I'm improving. If they arrest him, I'm done. Yeah. And they arrested him, and Mark was dead in less than a month. Oh. Because he couldn't continue his treatment,
0: uh, you know. You know, once again, the book Murder by Injection by Eustace Mullins, I mean... he lays out the philanthropic organizations that these people set up. You know, we have, as Christians, got to come to understand some of these things that God has laid out and, and given us in his record. And that is when he talks about even how, how they disguise themselves as angels of light. Mm-hmm. Every one of these things, they, they, they start the National Cancer Institute. They start the National Institutes of Health. Mm-hmm. And what do they do? They, they propel their people from these secret societies into leader, leadership positions in all of these institutes. And, mm-hmm. and, and then, of course, the money follows, you see, And anytime you have a scientist or a doctor who starts to go and say, hey, you know, what's going on here? You know, then they say, look, if you don't, you know, follow the protocols that we're giving you and if you don't follow the parameters that we want you to study on and you're going to go off and do other things in your studies or whatever, then we're at great risk of losing our funding. So everybody just mm-hmm. falls right in line with whatever it is that I'm supposed to be doing because I, I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to lose my pension. And we certainly will lose both of those if we lose our funding. And mm-hmm. these people are masterfuls at disguising themselves as angels of light. And they use their secret societies to do it. And that's the message that I'm going to record if I can get it done and get it recorded um, maybe you'll have it this weekend I don't know I thought you would all I was have rem- it on Sunday night but I couldn't get it done
2: I was reminded today about the crimes of Jezebel and you know what she used she used slander to get what they coveted didn't she Didn't she pay off a couple of witnesses? Absolutely. And get somebody stoned? She wasn't worried about that person getting murdered, was she?
0: Not in the least.
2: And it all came back on top of her in the end, didn't it? Even worse. It did. But there was sure an example there of of how cold-blooded these murders really are. Those people that that owned that land that they wanted, they had families, or I don't know, was there two or one? I don't know, but they were stoned. But, well, they were the two witnesses, weren't they? Yeah, she, she paid off two guys to lie, and everybody bought the lie, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And so the landowner was stoned to death. And you know their strategies and their templates, they don't change, do they?
1: They work. No. They work real good. Well, maybe God will take care of Hillary the same way he took care of Jezebel.
2: You know, they're real similar, aren't they?
1: They certainly are. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Bill was a perfect ahab. He sure was. But now we have Fauci. What's he gonna do with Fauci? And Gates. And the rest of the crew. He knows their names real well. We prayed mm-hmm. them before.
0: You know, I wanted to say something tonight because it was on my mind and you doing this thing and bringing up this point about Jezebel. This David Martin, Dr. David Martin, we've discussed this. There's probably 80 to 100 million people in the United States that are going to have to wrestle with this thought. Donald J. Trump signed that executive order for this shot. Yeah. He sure did. And, and you written to the million people. I'm sorry, go ahead. That
2: Trojan <laughs> That Trojan horse never changes that concept of make it look good, but it's full of poison on the inside.
0: And I know that there will be some that say, well, did he know what it was that he was signing?
2: Ignorance is no excuse.
0: I've talked about this before, is that when he declared the emergency, he lost all control. The emergency apparatus kicked into place, and that was part of the reason, the whole 9-11 thing, That's, in other words, you've got to get these emergency powers acts in place. And that's part of the reason for that 9-11 was to get those emergency powers acts put in place. And they certainly got them put into place. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was at the hands of, of George W. Bush. As
2: of yesterday, if you are against the vaccine, you've been entered onto the domestic terrorist list. You? you we'll good company then. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure.
1: But what Doug's
2: saying is they got to put this crap in place because they want it all to be nice and legal, don't they, Doug? They follow the mm-hmm. law. They don't tell you what the law is, yeah. though, till they yeah, need it. The security thing all set up at least five or six months before that.
0: Now, I don't know what's going yes. on with your voice again, Rich, but we lost you in a sea of garbledness there again. <laughs> of course it was a scam. The whole 9-11 was a scam.
2: You shot trauma on a massive scale. What do you think World War I and World War II was all about? had nothing to do with our freedoms. Nothing. You talk about murdering Americans. Wow. Send them on a beach in well, Normandy. Is the, the worst place on the planet you could invade. And just watch the casualties go through the roof. Can't you just see them in there? Man, this is going to turn the tide, man. They're going to really believe this narrative, whatever you want to call it.
0: You got to have the pictures would... to send home. You got to have the pictures to send back home, don't you?
2: Yeah, let's bomb this Pearl Harbor, bomb it beyond recognition. This will wake them up. This will get them fighting. Not one person ever says, "Why did they do that? Why did Japan do that?" Why were they allowed to come right in that harbor? Unmolested is the words they used. No, we, we know why. why. We know why. To kill, steal, and
1: destroy.
2: Christians.
0: Yeah, I do like that, 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 30. When Jehu was come to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it. She painted her face and tired her head and looked out at a window. And as Jehu entered in at the gate, she said, Had Zimri peace, who slew his master? He lifted up his face to the window and said, who is on my side? Who? <laughs> and there looked out to him two or three eunuchs. And he said, throw her down. So they threw her down, and some of her blood was sprinkled on the wall and the horses. And he trod her underfoot. When he was coming in, he ate, and drank and said go see now this cursed woman bury her for she is a king's daughter And they went out to bury her but they found no more of her that the skull and the feet and The palms of her hands Wherefore they came again and told him and he said this is the word of the lord which he spake by his servant Elijah Tishbite, saying In the portion of Jezreel shall dogs Eat the flesh of Jezebel, and the carcass of Jezebel shall be as dung upon the face of the field in the portion of Jezreel, so that they shall not say, "This is Jezebel." Ah, mighty is the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to see with a day with a. Fauci and a whole lot of others. Mm-hmm. He was on my side. I'd throw her down. Mm-hmm. That she'd be trampled underfoot, nothing left but the skull in her hands. Mm-hmm. On his hand. Uh, nothing left of him but that. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. funny. uh, They—it's not funny, but uh, they sure—they sure like it when we go across the globe and we blow people to smithereens, and they all sit in their ivory palaces and watch it all, don't they?
2: Yeah. Think they're playing a video. Not bothered by it
0: in the least. Not bothered by it in the least, are they?
1: Not at all. Not
2: at all, and not only that, Trump had a few of those people. uh, zapped out of the sky. Remember? Big Daddy, yeah. somebody or another. Yeah. Now, the way I read our law, it says
1: that we are yeah, supposed to strive
2: government. for justice.
1: Where's justice? Justice doesn't stop at our border, does it? You just
2: you just can't go out and kill people because you think they're bad. You put them on trial, don't you? Listen to the facts. That's what I heard. You follow the facts, and and they,
0: you know, it, I'm sitting good. here. I don't mean to interrupt, Russell, but you know, I'm yeah. sitting here in Second Kings, and I. I just read a little bit farther up into into Second Kings ten while while we were all discussing here, you know the thing that just um, I'm in ten chapter twenty four and this is exactly what I believe I was inspired here this past week on this message about secret societies. I'm at ten twenty four Second Kings, <clears throat> and when they went in. To offer well, I need to back up. Jehu gathered. I'm at Second uh, Kings chapter ten verse eighteen. Jehu gathered all the people together and said unto them, Ahab served Baal a little, but Jehu shall serve him much. Now therefore call unto me all the prophets of Baal, all his servants, and all his priests. Let none be wanting, for I have a great sacrifice to do to Baal. Whosoever shall be wanting, he shall not live. But Jehu did it in subtlety to the intent that he might destroy the worshipers of Baal. And these secret societies are the worshipers of Baal. Jehu said, Proclaim a solemn assembly for Baal. They proclaimed them. Jehu sent all Israel, and all the worshippers of Baal came, so that there was not a man left that came not. And they came into the house of Baal. The house of Baal was full from one end to the other. And he said unto him, that was over the vestry, Bring forth vestments for all the worshippers of Baal. And he brought them forth vestments. And Jehu went, and Jehonadab, the son of Rechab, unto the house of uh, Baal, and said unto the worshipers of Baal, search and look that there be here with you none of the servants of Yahweh, but the worshipers of Baal only. And when they went in to offer sacrifices and burnt offerings, Jehu appointed four score men without and said, if any of the men whom I have brought into your hands escape, he that lets him go his life they be for the life of him. It came to pass as soon as he had made an end of the offering, the burnt offering that Jehu said to the guard and to the captains, go in and slay them. Let none come forth. And they smote them with the edge of the sword, and the guard and the captains cast them out and went to the city of the house of Baal. And they brought forth the images out of the house of Baal and burned them and they break down the image of Baal and break down the house of Baal and made it a draught house unto this day. Thus, Jehu destroyed Baal out of Israel." Hallelujah. Would to God that if you're going to elect Donald J. president, Donald J. Trump to president again, you'd better be praying that he's actually going to take the House of Baal and get them all into the House of Baal, and he is going to slay every one of them with his order or have every one of them executed with his order because that's mm-hmm. what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I know we went a little long here. I really appreciate the time <coughs> to share with us and enjoy it. All right. Good night,
2: everybody. And
0: good night, all. See you next time. Good night. All right. All right. Bye.